Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. He's unpredictable. He's relentless. He's fearless. He's smart. He's a jerk. Oh, man, what a jerk. How would you describe Kirk Minahan? He's talented. He's blunt. He's complicated. He's the fakest tough guy I know. He's honest. A self-proclaimed weenie. He's angry. He's actually a good guy. He's a psycho big mouth prick. I wish we had more Kirk Minahans. How would you describe Kirk Minahan? Combustible. Unpredictable. Venomous. Chesty. Obnoxious. Selfish. Polarizing. Pompous. Enough about me. Let's get to the show. It's Kirk Minahan's Enough About Me. David Portnoy started Barstool Sports in 2003 and has exploded in popularity over the last 13 years. Portnoy has gone from sort of a cultish figure to a national figure. The public is hugely accepting of Portnoy. I wonder, is the media the same? No, everything's moved our way, and it depends who you're doing. It, you know, before it was more dismissive, I guess, if, if they didn't want to deal with us. Now it's more... I, you know, like we had the Sports Illustrated article that was negative about us. We had the Sporting News. To me, those are more guys trying to clickbait, like use us now right. to generate traffic for well, I themselves. Sense, I sense that those guys don't that don't read you guys though. Like that's that's they 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 see. So we can do that. So the Sports Illustrated, the Cauldron, I think that's what mm-hmm. it's called, the Sporting News thing from the other day we talked about it on our show. It seems like guys who are trying. I clickbait's one thing, but I always feel like. People are trying to win the day on Twitter. So everybody will tweet at them and say, that a boy. Boy, what a thoughtful piece. What a round. You know, right. it, it's not. It's total bullshit. They don't, right. they don't know. They Put it this way. Guys like that, when they're hanging out with their friends, I think talk a lot like the way you guys. Which is the whole but, point of how of course, we started. But, right? and, but, yeah. but these guys, I think, are, are pandering and pretending. I feel like, and that's hurt me. I think that's such a part of, of that, you know, the media. I, today. I, I just feel like things have changed in the in. It, there's a lot more, and of all people to say this, me, but a lot more self promotion for individual writers. So if you can make your name by you know trashing one person, trashing a team, doing whatever, there's more ways to create buzz with like social media. So when you say outrageous stuff, it, your your personal stock goes right. up or goes down. Whereas I don't know that that it, I, there's just more ways for somebody who doesn't already have a podium to get their name out there. And how do you rise above the noise? You, you either take on somebody that's popular or you say something that's contrary. Sure. Um, and, and those people always stamp their feet the loudest. No know? question. So it, it it's – that's why – and I, I jump around. I, the people who invest in us, I credit them because – People look at us. We've had this forever. Like, oh, we love their audience. They clearly have the audience we want to reach. Is your audience, sorry, is your audience, because I'm older now, yep. right? So I started reading, geez, when was, the, when, the, when was I picking up bars to 2004 is right. basically so, when it So we'll call it 12 years. Yeah. So I was 29, yeah. and now I'm 41. Is the median stayed the same, or is it gone, is I'm, as I go from 29 to 41, is it now moved from 1834 to 2550, or is You it know, a- it's moved, but we have pockets. So, I mean, I'm on the older side, obviously. I'm right. 38. But then we have 
you know, Kevin, who's our New York guy who just had a baby. So a lot of guys who are in that phase of the life right. are very interested in that. Right. And we have younger guys, and we've done concerts. So it's really college. I, it goes up. It skews because we have different writers at all different phases of their lives. Right. So, so walk me through. So you announced last Friday, right? You made the deal last Thursday, last Thursday, Friday, whatever yep. it was, so yep. a week ago. Uh, when did the process, like, did you know for six months? Did you know for a year? When did the conversations begin with these guys? Yeah, so basically, uh, and I've told this story, you know, we've always had at different times, different investor groups, whether it be strictly money, whatever, be like, hey, do you have interest in selling? Because we're one of the few that was still just owned by a person, basically. Right. Most of the blogs of our size or websites were already- They got bought out. Yeah, right. they're already company, corporate, right. whatever. Uh, I, I was never interested because we were doing well. Like, I was earning a good living. I was happy. It was fun. Our guys were fun. Everyone was making money. Um, the thing that changed with churning, it started weird enough. Jared Lorenzen, the, the fat quarterback right, from right, Kentucky. Right. So we've become friendly with him, and he reached out to me one day, and he's like, hey, uh, my agent, one of his friends, asked about you. Do you mind if I pass along your contact info? I said, no, knock yourself out. So that was a warm introduction. I don't even know if I would have paid attention to these guys originally, mm-hmm. but they mentioned Jared. So uh, the churning group, I spoke with the guy, Mike Kearns, and he flew from San and, – and this is always – I always tell with people like this. A lot of times people say, hey, we're interested. Fly out to L.A. Well, how many of those meetings have you had in the last – Six years, probably like twenty. Oh, really? Yeah. But okay. I, we, we were ever close? We no. Do, okay. No. Right, and, and, and to the point, I'd stop taking them. And, and you learn little things, but it, it, there's little like if someone wants you to go to them, they're probably they're not that interested. Right. Whereas Mike, um, the people who ended, he, he once I said, "Yeah, I'll meet with you." He literally got on a plane from San Francisco. I was having dinner with him the next night, and from the first meeting, um, it. it I felt like there was a good chance this could always go. Now, I'd never gone that far down the process, so I was, I was like, well, maybe there's things I don't know about this. Right. We break this down. We hadn't talked price. We hadn't talked anything. Right. But the original conversations that turned me on or, or, or really was like, all right, I'm taking this seriously, is from the beginning, he's like, I love the voice. I love the content. Mm-hmm. We do not want to change that. We want you to still be totally in charge of content. And he was never, hey, this is what we think we should do. His He basically said, if I gave you a blank check, what would you do? Right. Um, and a lot of people are having a hard time believing that. But So the New York thing, putting us all together. So what's your answer house, to that question? What's that? We have a blank check. What are you going to do? We're moving We're moving to New York. Okay. Yeah, we're, and we're going to. Why do you have to do that? Because like, here's, yep. so, you know, I like Simmons still. Uh, but I f- do feel like when I listen to Simmons, I don't know if you read him or listen to him as much as you used anymore. to. Right. That, yeah. well, that's what I mean. Yeah. So he moves out to L.A., and when I hear him talk about the Celtics or the Red Sox or the Patriots now, it does sound like somebody who's not in the middle of it. Right. Does it concern you at all that you, if you live in New York for 10, 12, 15 years or whatever, you might become one of those guys who's, like right now today with this Chandler Jones thing, or especially the last year, the craziest mm-hmm. fucking year, I think, ever with Deflategate, right. you were really in the middle of it. Right. Does it do you ever worry about yourself being on the outside of that. No, you know, I, I really thought about it, and, and there's not one blog I won't write in the future that I won't have written now. Like, I didn't get any of my information or anything from Deflategate from walking around the streets and You don't think so? You people. think it's different when you wake up in the morning here and you're walking around? You really don't? No. I don't walk around. I mean, I literally, like, I didn't talk. The only people I talked to is the people in the office. And What does that mean? You know, what, 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 what do you mean you don't walk around? I mean, I don't walk around. So what do you get up in the morning? You got up this morning. I wake up in the right. morning. I, I type on the computer, take a shower. Usually I jump in my car, drive direct to work, go into the office, and then just go back to my house and work from my house. So for me, there's literally no inter- – I'm not listening, no offense to you guys, but I don't listen to, like, talk radio. I, at all. I, 
at all. I, I believe you because I remember the thing with me and Aaron Andrews a couple of years ago. You wrote about it and you defended me and you basically said, "I don't know, really know what the fuck's going on here." But this is and you I, always and you'll it, say it, at both it, stations. If right? a story breaks, I'll go see what it is. But EEI or ninety five, they put all their content that's interesting. I'll never hear it live. I'll get an email, be like, you hear what's going on on the station, and then I'll go check it out. So I'm not going to stop checking it out. I'm not going to stop. We're going to have basically, you know, an office that's plugged into every sports. Why does it have to be there, though? Because we're going to try to get a lot more, like, I'm your number one guest here, all right, for this podcast. Right. Um, As you go down your line of podcast guests, Mm -hmm. I don't know how easy it's going to be to be continually getting, like, Well, you're going to come in every week, right? Right. Awesome (laughs) guests. Right. We want to include... We're trying to become much more interesting. There's two reasons. With content, unique content, video, and we want to include celebrities and it's like who? Like give me an example. Just like like John Krasinski or somebody or everybody. So but when people do like media tours like they they come hit, to New York and not Boston. Correct. So right. we want to be part of those media tours, get them in. We want the athletes hanging out at our office. That was one huge part of it. And we were told the type of people we need, like tech people, video people are better there. Easier to hire talent in New York for that type of stuff to draw them in than it is in Boston. The other side is, which was kind of a non-starter right off the bat, is our New York guys wouldn't move. So the New York guys, originally I said, would you guys, the first, would you come to Boston? This is before the investment. How many guys is this? Who wouldn't move or yeah, total? No, just a total. When you're talking we about this. Like 15. Okay. But so there's, our, the guy who started all the podcasting for us, Kevin. Right. Uh, KFC. Yep. He's based in New York, just had a kid. Okay. Wife has a job, didn't want to move. And this, again, was before turning. Right. And you, right so it was like, w- would you guys all be interested in coming to Boston? Um, and he's like, we can't. I can't do it. So I was willing to move. Um, I don't, again, I don't think it's going to, I agree with you on the Simmons thing, but a huge difference. So why, well, you, okay, you're right. What's the difference? Simmons went to ESPN. Right. So he was filtered. Like there, there were things he couldn't say. There, could, there were things he couldn't uh, but here's write, my, right. watch. But Dave, here's my and number, he's national. But here's my number two point on that is I think it's great right now because I feel like this is how it works all the time. Somebody makes a great announcement. I'm really happy for you because it's great. I think that's fantastic for you. And you hear they're not going to touch this at all. They're going to have no editorial control at all. And then 18 uh, months later, you're writing the fuck you to the guys who said that I have that I would have complete control because right. they step in and say something. You write something or somebody else writes something about. I don't know, whatever's in that SI story. Pick pick one of yep. those examples. All of a sudden, these guys are starting to get, for the first time, they're starting to get blowback from people in their lives, and then they start talking to you. What happens then? When person X says, you know, you probably shouldn't write that about that lady. Right. You probably shouldn't write that about this reporter. What happens then? Do you just say, can you, you have complete control just to say, go fuck yourself? I do. And now, whether I would, I judge it all in this situation. Um, someone brought up the sales analogy, which th- that the sales will be the most common, probably the most likely push-pull because we With have the sales department, you mean? What's that? What do you mean, the sales? The, what do you mean? When, I, when we have a full-blown sales department oh, and, and they're trying to sell the corporate no sponsors. Qu- I, I deal with it every right, day, no right. question. Right. So, so right. that that will be the number one you know, push-pull of, hey, you can't do this or we want you to do this. And I'll treat it the same way I treat it now. It's not my own pocket the money is going into, but I won't change the voice. And people keep saying that. You say it's not going to change, it's not going to change. I can promise people I would have never done this deal if I thought my heart. Now, like what you said, all right, Dave, you honestly believe it's not going to change, but a year down That's the road. That's always act one, though, is my point. That's correct. Not, right. So in our contracts, it, it, it's pretty, and we had our lawyers there, lawyers, it's pretty clear right. that I have complete control of the content. Now, if 
they fire me or something like that because of it, which they theoretically could. Hey, right. I actually, that would be the greatest thing ever if I got like fired right now <laughs> right, be because, I, you know, it, they will be heavily penalized. But again, where they've come at this, which is not the, not the Simmons or anything, they view it as like you guys are Howard Stern. Right. You're stirring the pot. It's not, it's not, we're trying to go PC on this. It's right. trying to be the alternative voice. And we love what, like, we talked about the size six skinny jean joke. We talked about Brady's dick. We talked about all that stuff. Right. And they were all like, we, I don't want to say we love it, but. Talking we, about Brady's son's dick. Right. Brady's dick. Brady's son's dick. Yes. Just, yeah. I just want to get yeah. the, the yeah. penis. And, and, and. You did talk about Brady's dick as well? No. That didn't come up? No. Okay. Infants. Like uh, uh, maybe a one-year-old who had an abnormally huge hog. That's what we talked about. Right. And it was it was like a Gerber baby kid. So, yeah, let's clear that because <laughs> Ordway will probably listen can to I, this can, and go for we'll four get, more hours get to that on minute, that. But go ahead. Um, so, again, I don't – th- everybody can say, oh, the, the content is going to change. You can understand change. why I'd be cynical. Well, a, everyone's saying you that. Wouldn't you be – you know, that's, that's if, 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 if the story – if you read about somebody else doing it, you'd the, say, oh, okay. The only thing that I wouldn't be cynical about is I've been – brutally honest with our readers forever and i've said i'll sell out true i've said you if, have, you, you, if you give me the right check poof i'll be gone or i'll do whatever you want to do right. we're not there yet i didn't make enough money where uh, i'm living in a castle somewhere so i don't believe we can work if our content changes so i would have never in a million years taken it this far and then been like okay let's change what i think makes us successful because i don't think that i think it would blow up right. so i'll say this if it changes and and the skeptics are right the most surprised guy in the room would be me. I honestly, there's a lot of things that may go wrong with this. Mm-hmm. I don't think content changing is, I don't change. Right. You'll have to fire me. So when you sit in a room with these guys and you talk about Brady's kid's penis, what is the conversation? Well, it was more so in the beginning, like, you know what we've done. Right. Like, I want to make sure everyone's you on know the same exact with. page. There's no shock because, I mean, and, and, and all right, the perfect example, when we when we announced this, all right, mm-hmm. um, they wanted. They have a PR firm, and they're like, mm-hmm. and, and they said to me, they said, "You you got to sit through this PR conversation. We're going to send out a press release, announce it. We know you don't like PR. It's the people. worst, right? Yeah. And I'm I've killed every PR purpose. I'm fine. I'll do it. So we sat through it, and then the Sports Illustrated thing broke in the morning, right. and they wanted to delay the announcement. No, it was good for you guys. And, and it, that that was Barcelona in a nutshell. Right. Kevin called, goes, "This is perfect. Perfect." They called, said, "This is the worst," but they want to delay it that because a couple of people on their press release list had retweeted the negative article about us and then they're going to go send an article and right. i said no I'm like we already said we're doing it and there was no pushback they get it again what happens in two years i if the company's floundering and not making any money then they won't be happy uh i don't know how much longer were you going to do this before if you hadn't sold it i mean was it there's there a point where you know when you they, when you post something all the you know 90 percent of the comments about how old you are now that's, oh, yeah, that's the joke which is for the right. comments yeah. the comments of barstool the best part of barstool i think i love <laughs> i seriously do it's the, I, oh, they drive me nuts do they really yeah you don't like find I, them funny I, some do it used to be a lot funnier that's true you're right about that it, 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 it i don't like people and i've said this about barstool and i maintain it and and how do you judge it i judge everything on intent we never say anything to be cruel or like actually hurt people's feelings i talk i bust balls well what i don't know about that well you what writing to be cruel or to are we talking about like celebrities or are we talking about 
what like do you mean? racist shit. Oh no, well, that's different. That's, no, that, that's no, not, no. That, but that, I, racism I, is different than being well, cruel. No, that's cruel. Like breaking we, balls is cruel. We all do it. No, I don't think breaking balls is necessarily cruel. Like I, oh, that's how I talk to my friends. Oh, so th- th- that yeah, and I think we're cool to our friends. Okay, which I like I don't. So all right, so I'm trying to be I'm trying to be cruel to Roger Goodell. I mean, that's not what I'm referring to. Okay, I got you. Right, 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 right. I'm talking the comment sections where they say like racist stuff. We don't. Oh, that's stupid. Right, right. So that's the problem with our comment section. We can't control that right now. Why can't you control it? Because it would sink us. We'd be all day. We don't have the technology. Just all your time would be doing that. Right. So right. we've tried, and and our filtering doesn't work. So hopefully that will clean it up. I'd like at one. I like the funny people there, but there's a lot of assholes. So right. That's who I'd like to clear out. The, because uh, for some reason with us, people take the assholes and they say like they tr- they almost try to create this illusion that if somebody says something racist or stupid or like threatens like hey i'm gonna rape you to some girl some bozo says that somehow that's like a reflection of me right and that i don't really like when you read so when you read the si story when you read the uh, uh the sporting news story like i, I mean, you don't strike you're like, sort of like me in the sense i don't strike you that you get offended much i get like, mad you're right you get angry right? yeah I, I, you can't offend me i get right. mad right. like i legitimately get mad right and it's just so hypocritical i don't know if you saw it was uh which one was it the sports illustrated one no the sporting news they put my wife in the url like for seo I saw that. I saw it's that. just so hypocritical it's like right. we're doing this you're just using this because you know and they're smart that they, i can't ignore it like dan big cat he's like ignore it ignore it i i can't no matter how big I get, if somebody attacks me and it like, gets me mad, I attack back. But it's like, you're just doing this because you know I'm going to do that. And these people with negative two followers. And there's a lot, of, I feel like, and I could be wrong, there's a lot of journalism people who hate me. Because it's like they've gone to school. No question. They're making 20 cents an well, this hour. Woman, this, the, 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 one of the people in the story tweeted out that she's mad that she can't get a job and somebody else has 127,000 twi- yeah. Twitter followers. Like, there's a correlation there. Right. Like, well, you're not getting a job because either right. A, you're not good at your job, or B, you've had shit luck. It's got nothing to do with how many fucking Twitter followers. Who was it? It was KFC. KFC yeah. is 127, whatever it is. That's how, 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 is, how is A related to B? That's how the whole Sports Illustrated thing Correct. started. It, it it's there's this there's this theory now that there should be a safe place on like social media like you can attack us but we're not we just gonna sit there and take it like right. a punching bag right. because I guess you know we're bigger so if we even respond and be like what are you talking about we'll savage you our readers you know and ten will probably go over the line and then that makes us assholes so it is what it is but I I can't. I'm not gonna. That girl drives me crazy. She complains she doesn't have a job. Blah blah. Shut up. Just shut up. But that's but that's 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 out there. I mean, that's that's the reality of the situation. It's right. not gonna change. No, I know. So I, I don't even I don't even know if they're mad at you. They just want to be mad at something. Like that. That and I do think that's the big two things. I think govern Twitter today. The need for people to applaud you and say that you're doing a great job, people on Twitter. And the other thing is is faux outrage. Right. I mean, faux outrage is is exactly what Twitter's about today. People pretending to be mad at something they don't really give a shit about. But if they say they're mad about it, you know, they might get some retweets. They might get some reaction. That's that's all it is today. Yeah. It's and 90% of it. And everything's like, that's the other thing we do. When we go down the rabbit hole, we'll start making jokes about the rabbit hole, and then people just keep pulling right. those and taking them out of context. So right. we just keep going deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper. That happened with a size six skinny jean like thing every time. Uh, and, and I should say, I always say this: some feminists like us because they're like the, w- the feminists are coming after you are not the type of feminists who are like, like after right. real issues. Right. Um, but you know, you make a joke and then it just it, it spirals. But I actually like it. I said this the other day. I like being in the mud. 
Like, well, me that's too. my personality. I, I, yeah, no, like, I, if I'm not covered with some mud coming out of, like, looking like I just came in, in camo, I'm not really alive. So. If you would, let's just say that you had sold Barstool and it was for whatever, the money that you would walk away from. And you would just walk away. What would you do? I mean, oh, I, I, would I, you retire? Would yes. you go do something else? No, I'd. I'd I, somebody, you're 38 years old. I know, but I. So, I, what would you do when you're 45 or 52 if you're retired? I'm pretty. I'm pretty comfortable being lazy. That's like <laughs> I could golf. I could go to a beach. I I'd probably gamble and then have to work again. But I'm pretty comfortable at doing nothing. That's easy to say because you don't. But you haven't had that though. No, I've never had that. So how do you know that? You might be fucking bored after six months. Because you know what? And you can't do. You can't do this like, again. Like I went to Nantucket for. A month and like had no words. Yeah, it's only a month. Yeah, you're 38, but... Dave. You're talking about 40 years. That's uh, about 450 months. Uh, I think I could be pretty good at being lazy. You think so? I really do. But you're not though. Well, I'm not now. Because how many hours? How many hours a week do you work at oh, this thing? A million. I don't know. A lot. But but the thing seven is, seven days I... a week. Oh yeah, because sports never ends. Well, I know that, but but you know, yes. people take days off. No, no, how many I mean, hours a day. Well, I had started retracting because we have another more people now. So in the beginning, right. I never could. But you know, when I go to Nantucket now, I'd unplug. I was planning if we didn't do the sale, I was going to spend the whole summer there, um, and I'd chime in occasionally. You, what I find with what we do is either you got to unplug totally, you, or you can't. can't unplug like right. at all. No, when I go away, it's one or the other. Because if you get stuck and you check Twitter every, th- and that's every- like I got to talk about this, I got to get right. involved. God forbid you miss something while right. you're gone. Then you feel like the you know you feel like it, right. And meanwhile, you should be able to step away and have some perspective. But I have none. Like, no, the, I don't. Either. The world doesn't. Does it really matter if you and I aren't don't weigh in on one story? Right. No. It's, it, it, especially but, in today's world where it has the shelf life of uh, of a fart. But here's where I'm kind of fucked up because I honestly believe it does. I feel the same way. Yeah. It's like I, you, you hear it. It's like it doesn't matter what I say, but at the same time, it very much well, does. You know, I have the, <laughs> the kind of fucking ego where, so I was off, whatever, the last two weeks of December for, for, for radio, but that Sunday, I was off the Monday after the um, the Manning HGH story broke and Belichick elected the kickoff in overtime. Yep. And I'm sitting there thinking, should I just come in on Monday? Should I just? And not, right. I mean, the fucking yeah. ego of me to think that yeah. people are like, "Oh my God, Kirk Minahan can't." You know, I'm going to say the same thing everybody else says. That's 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 the mindset. That's the mindset. I know, but that's not healthy. That's not a healthy way to go through life. You know what? Though it's a thousand million. What were you doing before this? I've heard you were rich. Were you privately rich before you started? No, this? I grew up. No, no. I mean, I grew up in Winchester, and my family had some means. Certainly, I didn't. I've, ne- I've not struggled in my it's, life. But, I, I, but what was were like, you doing before this? Before I was at the, I've been writing the EI on the website for like ten years. Oh, I eight, didn't know nine that. years. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So I've been doing this for a long time. It took you a long time to break through on the radio, yeah, huh? No shit. Well, you know how <laughs> you, I think you know how it works. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but I I don't uh, uh, you know I can't picture not doing it now. You know, and I think I have a contract now, and I think boy, when that's done, can I retire? But and I think yes, but then I think well, what am I going to do? I want I I it's addicting. Like it's addictive. What you do. What is over there? For some reason, it gets in your head, and you can't. I agree. Get rid it's, of it. it's easier to talk, I think, than write. Like, no, no, no. The easiest thing in the world is not to write. No question. Right. No question. So, so that that's a grind. Like you're sitting there getting it Sucks. out. You want to, and especially when you like have all these grandiose things you want to get out, like the Deflate Gate essays I'd be writing, right. which I want to write, but they take forever. I don't know. I mean, yes. It's not healthy, but at the same time, my job before this sucked. Like, I was doing sales. So, right, that sucks. I, you know, I totally appreciate the fact that I enjoy what I'm doing. Right. Um, but at the same time, I, I, I'd i love just to 
be on like a permanent vacation. I know what you're saying. Maybe I would get you bored. Would. I don't. You I don't know. You're, 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 you're fucked up. You're driven. You're obsessed. Right. You said you get angry about stuff. There'd be no place for that. That anger that you still have would exist, but it would be like you know, it would just yeah, be festering know. as you sat around on the beach or play yeah. golf. Serenity now. It would be like the Seinfeld. <laughs> you, think, you think it would be? <laughs> so all right. So let's. Uh, so EEI, the Brady. You know what's funny is I actually did. The you Mike, were on the air for that, right? The Mikey show, the show after. Oh, okay. Yes. I was on the Mikey show, the show after. Glenn did his show, and he was... Glenn's in there, right? We can see Glenn from here. He's a liar. Glenn was... Glenn was we'll get into that. Glenn was ranting and raving and going crazy. And, I'll, and I'll, I'll tell you what I said on the air then. I wouldn't tell you not to do it, but if it was me personally, I probably wouldn't have published the picture. Right. Just between you and me, I probably wouldn't have run... With it that way. But that led to a thing. So you were on with John and Jerry like every week for a while, I was doing, right? yeah, the morning show. Yeah, yep, and yep, it was good. Yep. I thought it was funny. You were doing well. You were hanging in there. And my problem with EEI at the time with Wolfie and all the guys is, and Callahan says this all the time, is the next day I would have had you in there to discuss it, to right. talk about it. Instead, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, they just said, you're done. Goodbye. Correct. They didn't right? even tell me. I, I read it actually on a press release that I had been fired. Oh, that night or the next day uh, or something? The next day or two things like WEI doesn't condone it. I think they said they didn't have my phone number. To They, right. they wanted to get me on the air. They didn't right. have my number. Which is which bullshit, is right? Obviously a lie right. since yeah. I was on there. Right. Um, I, here's my thing with it. I have zero problem with your take. I have zero problem with anyone who disagreed with it. I listened to it, and it was obviously one-sided, which whatever. You're trying to get ratings. But it sort of made it sound like I was in the bush. Like taking the picture of the toddler, which you were right, correct, and, and, and not the fact that the the photo was already widespread throughout the internet. Um, it wasn't like I went hunting for it; it was multiple places. But that's fine. My big thing, and again, I don't even care that they killed me. My big thing is Ordway. I I went to like an event. It, it was like a Milton's event, and and he was there. And this is came, before, no after. And he oh, this is like last year, two yeah, years and, ago, right? And, and he yeah. came up. And, and tried to, like, bury the hatchet. And he said, we only talked about it for, like, a half an hour on the first did segment. He, did he really say that? Yes. God, that's bullshit. That, so, is, that is bullshit. So it's like, you're just lying to my face. And he was adamant. It's like, you did it for two days, like, straight. Right. You beat right. it into the ground. Right. Even his old producer, he came up. He's like, no, he's, I don't know what he's saying right there. <laughs> so it, it's just, I listen, I don't care if people disagree with it, but you, they were making fairly strong accusations and if they weren't directly the callers were and i just like let me talk what you kind of said let me say my piece on this right um as opposed to just being like no he's done he's fighting i get it i don't know if they had the relationship with brady at the time or whatever he was on so i mean i'm sure that factors into it i will say uh jerry texted me and he's like it's bullshit the, the way they handle right. it. I know you, you felt should, that way, yeah. You, you should be on to at least, because those guys didn't agree with it. Now, again, I never care if people agree. I stand by well, that it's better thing. if we, you don't. Right. right. So it, I could have, and you know, I actually went on. Emily Rooney, of all people, is now like my, I don't know if you know who that is. She's yeah, like, been a, I've been on her show before. She's like, yeah. So yeah. of all people, she had me on, right. and I, we had the whole discussion. And at the end, she's like, you know what? I came into this, like, wanting to hate you, thought I was going to hate you. I think you brought up, like, fair points. I think, you know, I understand your point of view. I don't have to agree with it. And that's all, like, the fact I had a relationship with the station at the time, that's what, it was like, really? I mean, the the quote that people had, though, was perfect. Because EI was not doing well at the time. No, but it's before like, I've gotten the air. Yeah, yeah right. the Batman quote. In, in their time of need, they turned to a man they didn't fully understand. <laughs> that, that, that was, well, that was, but that was always my thing, and I would talk to Jason Wolf, the old program director, about yeah. it. 
And I said, if you're going to bring this guy in, right? Like it's only a matter of time before something like this happens. You can't. You can, and and I, some, it's a much smaller extent, but sometimes this happens with me is that they want me to be sort of whatever, you know, right. and I'll do that, and then they get mad at me, and you want to say, well, what do you want? Like the, it was, it was inevitable that was going to happen, yep. and that's fine if if these guys have the balls and the guts to say we're back, and then we know what we got into, we're very fully, we're, we're bringing him in because his fans like him, right? And then when you write something that's controversial, fine, first. I mean, first blush, gone, goodbye. Right. And, handle, and, couldn't have been handled worse. And it wasn't, we're a different company. I'm not representing WEI. Right. You know, it, it's, this is Barcelona Sports, love them, hate them, whatever, but you're, I'm in here talking about it, but it's not representative of EEI if you don't like it. That's like your thing with Hubbock. Like, I'm not exactly sure you got kicked off the air. Is that correct? correct. If that happened to me, I mean, I, my, my head would explode. Well, I try. I mean, I, I, yeah, I went scorched earth the best I could. I mean, so, I mean, you know the story I think you wrote about. It. I went on with, with yeah, Tangway. But, we did the show, and I made a joke about the, the Crafts hiring somebody to murder Goodell, right. which, I mean, this, and, you know, I don't think anybody thinks that the Crafts have a real plot right, to murder right. I know you want that to happen. Right, You've right. advocated for the murder right. of Goodell. Right. That's one of the advantages of being <laughs> right, us right, versus. Right, right. But, I mean, yeah. but so Hubbock edits the tape and sends it out in a tweet. Yeah. And I'm on the phone with the Comcast guys tonight. They're laughing about Hubbock. They're like, this guy's a joke. Don't worry about it. Next day, not so much. The day after that, maybe the NFL starts talking. And just like that, it's over. You can't win. You can't sit here. I can't sit on a microphone and make my case. It's over. Once right. it's over, it's over. Once it's out there. And it drives me crazy. That, that drives me so fucking crazy that people are. It's surreal. Just gutless. Just yeah. Total, instead of just saying, Hubbock's a troll. Hubbock's a tool. We know you're kidding. We know your sense of humor. This is why we like you. This is why we want right. you to be on Comcast a lot more, even. Right. Then all of a sudden, the first sign of trouble, they say, no, you're gone. Goodbye. Thanks for five years of hard work. Hit the road. And that, and that in a nutshell, is what I'm banking on with these guys that they're going to stick by. They know that's coming, and they're going to stick by it. We'll see. But it, it, it's insane. The, the double standards, all, I always say that. It's like, you know, and this shows my age, but you could go something about Mary or American Pie. Like, how come jokes in movies like that, like, are fine? Like, you can make fun of, like, they made, and this war is not PC, but in, a, in something about Mary, you can just make fun of retarded people. Right. But if you do those jokes as jokes somewhere else, yeah, but, you're Satan. But, Dave, here's the difference. Is I, I, honestly, like, that was 98. It's just 2016. It's 18 years later. If they made something about Mary, they would not make jo- like the Matt the Matt Dillon speech. Yeah. My passion is my hobby. I work with retards. Yeah, he could, he would not make that speech today. I don't the, think the only good thing, and it's helped me and it's helped Barstool, is the, the there is definitely that movement of the public, and you can be louder because of social media. But it's also pissing people off. So it's driving. Almost more people to us. What do you mean? But, oh, oh, the the angry. Yeah, you because there's now it's almost it's like a, it, a real extreme version, but like the Trump. I was going to say explains the popularity of Trump. Right, there's it's, a, there's an itch out there. Right, it, it's right. enough of the PC shit. Let's right. go the other way. So right. that and we aren't PC, not really on purpose. We just talk like guys talk. We haven't changed. I think is 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 everything else has changed and it's scary. It's scarier and scarier and scarier because I don't know. You know, I don't know where it ends. Like right. you know. Kurt Schilling tweets something about radical Islam and he loses his job. Like, well, he's crazy. I mean, yeah, but so what? I mean, his tweets. His. I'm not saying he should have lost his job, but his <laughs> tweets are a little. He's bit extreme. Like, there's no doubt. But you know, in my in my mind, it's a total fantasy world. Why can't Schilling go on with like Bob Lee or whoever the fuck ESPN wants to put on with him and have a discussion with him on the air, yeah, as opposed to right. just saying, "Go away, we it's, don't want to hear from you." Close the door. Go away it's for all six advertisers, months. Right? I mean, it's got to be. They, yeah, but who's gonna? You think somebody's gonna pull out of? 
ESPN Sunday Night Baseball because Kurt Schilling tweeted something? We like? lost Milton's because of, for like, we lost all our Because of Brady? We, no, yeah. For for like two weeks, everybody's like, we're, we're out. Well, like Fox pulled weeks. advertising with us over the Aaron Andrews it, thing. And it, then which they, they, it was another crazy one. Well, it's I, I would just say this, and I appreciate that you had my back during that, but you know you've done radio. There are words that you even... If it's not wrong, there are things you yeah. know in 2014, it was at the time, you can't say. This so is, it's, my, it's my responsibility to know what to say and not to say. The reaction to it is different. I assume you're aware of my size six skinny. Yes, team, I am. Which I am. Is, follows anytime someone gets mad at us. It, <laughs> right. It's like 10, <laughs> right. 9, right. 8. Right. So right. it right. comes right. out. I made that joke. I didn't hear about it for four years. It only started when someone got mad at us because we were doing like blackout parties and they went back and researched everything and found it. But, you know, it, it's, you can take anything out of context. So it's just, uh, and again, I don't back down from it. So what changes? What's different like a year from now at the site? What's what's going to be different? Anything? Yeah, th- I think that we're going to have a lot more unique content. Like and when I say video, a lot more video. We're, right. gonna, we're also getting into podcasting. Everybody does it. Mm-hmm. But uh we're going to have a lot. See, we're not together, so it, it makes things hard. So, you, What do you mean? Oh, somebody's in... We're all remote. Right. What's and, his face is in Iowa, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, Trent. Right. Carabas will be here. Carabas will be here. Right. Dan was in Chicago. Kevin's New York. Right. So a lot of the videos we do that people like are, are when they're character-driven, we're doing different stunts, whatever. Yeah. Being together, I think, will make a big difference. Um, as far as the technology... People are like, we like the fact there's a squirrel who lives in your office. We like the fact you can't get things to work. But it's still frustrating that we actually can't get things to work. Right, but isn't it the idea if if Barstool is like the smooth-running operation, it's like the charm of it is gone. That's what a lot of people say. I I think the charm of it or what I'm banking on is us, and I don't think we're changing. Um, I think people like us regardless of where we are. But, for example, if we go pitch, you know, we did a mock Shark Tank with Mark Cuban, right? Right, right. We had no sound. Right. You couldn't hear what they were saying. <laughs> right. So if we get Mark Cuban to sit down with us for an hour, we'd prefer to be the able sound to hear. work. Yeah, yes, right. right. And, and we literally like can't do that. We can't work video well, on you should website. You should work here at Pornoy. There's about a 60% chance that none of this will be caught. Or just you, or just like half of me. And it'll make, and we've I've never been in a podcast studio. I'm like, there's a lot of things. I don't know how well, much of it's the, useful. You did the Carabas one, right? Where did you do that? came to my house. I did it with him and um, uh, the other kid. Yeah. Pete Blackburn. Yeah. I did at Blackburn's house. It was like on a Saturday morning. I went they, there. You went there? Yeah. There were some dogs there. I went downstairs. <laughs> you didn't make them come to you. Well, I don't want them. Do you I don't want them in my house? Oh, I didn't care. Oh, really? Yeah, they sat in my kitchen. They did, and you just did it there yeah. for- Yeah, I wasn't driving to their place. Yeah. So they came with all this equipment set up for an hour. I mean, he's another one. He's worked really hard. He's good. He's yeah, he He's is. good. He works hard. He's a smart kid. He's, he's He understands it. This, yep. But, but and that's, you know, what's funny about it now is like- you and I in this city are like kind of young, and we're old. Like I, I feel old when I wake up in the morning. If you look at the, you know, Glenn's on the air, John's on the air, Dale's on the air, Felgo's older than we are. You know, the, most of these guys are still Shaughnessy's still kicking around, Buckley's still kicking around. Who our age and younger is ready to? The, the, who, who, who's you know who's the? I think you need assholes. Borges is an asshole. I know you probably don't like him, but you. He's need not him. a funny asshole. Though. No, he's not. He's a humorless asshole. Shaughnessy is an asshole. But you need See, you need I, Shaughnessy yeah. in your life, don't you think? No, I don't read them. You ever. don't you don't think so? No, I think they've made huge, huge errors. You Not errors. Need, you don't think you need a contrarian voice. But but they're contrarian to uh, like I would be the bare minimum. Like they're just growing old. So they're I not, agree with that. No, I agree with that. So who, but who's going to take over? Is my point. Well, exactly. But the biggest ringing endorsement of Boston media is that Simmons couldn't get a job. 
I mean, that really should tell you everything you need to know. Right. I mean, he's mo- maybe the most talented writer like, well, of the, the generation. He's the most famous sports writer in America today. Right. But right. even when he was like, I read him Digital City Boston so every I. day. Right. Anybody who couldn't see how talented he was. Was that an influence for you? Oh, yeah. Simmons is a big influence. Because you know what he wrote? Cause I don't he, like Simmons, but he's a big influence. I'm talking like, like, personally. I'm talking like 98, 99. Dude, you, would get them, you would get them emailed to you. I don't know if you remember this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would yeah, get yeah, it yeah. sent to my, yeah. my yeah. Uh, whatever the, what, I think I had like a Hotmail like AOL. Or, right. Yeah, and right, it would be, right. he would send links to stories, which you never had before. And then he would like shit on EEI yep. and shit on like sports announcers. And I thought and the ultimate appeal of Simmons at that time was, Oh, this is like what I talk when I'm talking to exactly. my friends on the phone. Or I'm out exactly. fucking drink with yeah. my friends, which is your appeal too. Right. Why don't you like Simmons now? Is he well, taking shots at you? We ha- I had a like I don't want to say a long exchange, but so when we started Barstool back in the day, I, I had a sales background. I can be very aggressive. Right. I was very aggressive. So I reached out, reached out, reached out, ignored, ignored, ignored. When we started the newspaper, and I had these grand concepts of getting him involved that were probably naive and never would have happened. These <clears> are <throat> the ESPN then. Uh, he was actually at Kimmel. Oh, it was in between? Yeah, yeah it was yeah, before. Yeah, right. Um, and then <clears throat> he started paying attention as we started getting bigger. And uh, really, it, it was just he wouldn't, he wouldn't, like, do anything. He wouldn't give us an interview. He wouldn't give us the time of day, only till we were successful. And he came across to me as extremely, in the beginning, thin-skinned. Like right. and a lot of people who were doing it would say, like he'd shoot emails if you mentioned them, be like, "Why'd you say this about no, me?" No, there's things, definitely some of that. Things yeah. of that nature. He, you know, when he reached out was the uh, John Dennis Rosillo Rotillo. Yeah, like he reached out. He's like, "You have something great," but he just always came across as kind of a jerk to me in our private interactions. Like right. when he sold his book, he sent an email like, "You'll never believe how many copies." Like I don't fucking care. Did he really just know. randomly email yeah. it to you? Yeah, it's like I don't even know you do. Like <laughs> really? why? Yeah, Jesus. Um, but. I've always said this about him. He also did something when he turned. So I sent him the questions for the interview, which he accepted. I said, you can read read it before I put it out. Right. Took the questions, and then he got back to me and said he didn't want to do it because he didn't want too much media exposure, which that kind of set me off because he was doing everything, everything. at that point. Right. Um, but, you know, there's. I've never said I, he's the most talented writer I've ever read. I don't think he's good at radio. I don't think I he's don't think so good either. at TV. TV. I don't think so either. I mean, his thirty for thirties are like awesome, right? But he isn't. But he's producing them. He's right. not on air. So, I don't think he's an. I think yeah, right. I agree with that. And, and little things now he does. Like I don't know if you saw this when the NBA draft, and they acted like they caught his reaction to the Celtics. Oh, by I picked James Rise. Yeah, yeah it was but it's oh, you don't seemed, know they're going to be right. on you for the Celtics. Right. Seems fake to me. Yeah, seemed, right. Yeah. And, and see, so that's the difference between me and Simmons. But let me. I, but, no, sorry, but I would say it's hard. For, and, I, and I like Simmons, and I get along pretty well with him, but. It's hard for me to go with this Maverick image when you leave ESPN and you go to HBO. If he had left ESPN and gone rogue and started his own site, I would have said, I'm giving this guy a lot of credit. Now, I don't blame him. He's probably getting like seven or eight Oh, I don't blame year. him for that. But he tries to be this tough guy. Where's all this information? Like, ESPN better not suspend me or right, else I'm going right, to write this right. all. Well, what'd you write? We never Nothing. heard it. That's true. Nothing. That's true. So, again, a little difference. I'm going to say the difference between me and Simmons. Go ahead. And I hate people like this. And you could be one of them. The fucking ego in you right now. Guys who talk about gambling and then bet like a $5 chip, and that's Simmons. Simmons has this profile. I've said this always. Simmons, great writer. If you're going to go get a beer with somebody, you're going to pick me 100 out of 100 times over Simmons because Simmons' personality is vanilla. He's vanilla in like a real life. So when you say, I'm born with edge. Like if if you touch me, 
you're just going to get cut. Like, and that's not new to doing this. That's right. always how I've been my whole life. Simmons is the ball you can like roll down the hill. He wants to be like the edgy guy, but but he's not in person. So that's why the edge is going nowhere with Barcelona. I'm not worried about losing that just because that's the nature of who I am. Simmons, I, he wrote an article about how he couldn't sleep on a way back from a Vegas flight because he lost like 700 bucks. And from that point on, I was like, this this changed everything for you. That, that changed a lot. That changed a lot. It's like you lost seven hundred bucks, dude. I lose that in vig before I roll about out of bed on Boston before I get on the I mean, plane. Your, gam- your gambling thing to me, I was never a big gambler. Oh, I'm a I know you are. It's 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 how much how much do you gamble? Uh, how much money do you spend? What's the most you ever lost gambling? I mean, I like in in a week. Yeah, like six figures. Uh, I mean, what is the point of that? Because you can win six figures. Yeah, I guarantee you're down it's in your career. Rush. Oh, am I down? Yeah. I've, I've won the last four weeks. It's the first four weeks I've won in 20 years. Do you enjoy, but do you get joy from the process? Yeah, it's probably just being like a drug addict. It's right, which like, I am. I, yeah. don't, I, don't drink, I don't drink and do drugs anymore. So, so it, It's the I rush stopped. of it. It's the rush of it. Right, but I stopped. You should stop. I love it. Do you, but, you know, I don't think you just said you don't love it. No, I, I, I hate it and I love it. Like that Clemson, can you Alabama. Watch a ga- can you, Clemson, can you watch Clemson, Alabama without gambling on it? Yes, I would. Can you watch? Can you watch a game? With, so you can watch any game without gambling on it. Mm, I'll have a hard time watching a baseball game. You go to Atlantic City a lot now that you're in no, New York. No. That's not a bad drive. No. I don't. I don't like playing cards. Oh, you don't? No, I mean a little bit, but yeah. not not like the rush. See, but the end of Clemson, Alabama. Right. When, when it was wild, right? Clemson threw that touchdown, and I I had Clemson. I won. <laughs> that feeling. That's like a one in a million. Do you think you're going to be able to – do you like to drive? Drive? Yeah. Like a car? Yeah, to get out and do drives. You like a long drive? No. You know, because I, I don't – I couldn't live in Manhattan. I, I don't like I'm living telling in you, Manhattan. You're going to feel trapped in Manhattan. I will feel trapped. But again, the uh, – You don't I, leave the house. If I'm in this room right here, what's it matter where it is? Yeah, but you're married, right? Doesn't yeah. your wife like to go and do things? Like, we, all right. So I live in the South End. Right. I go Giacomo's in the South End. is like my favorite restaurant. Right. I go there maybe seven times a week. I mean, I'm a creature. I have it. So wherever I land in New York, I'll find. Does two she or like three this? Places. Does she does she like you know the being married to somebody who's a creature of habit and doesn't go outside? I mean, I'm as, I'm as miserable as you are too. Yeah, but. I mean, she doesn't hate it. We'll go out to dinner or something. Yeah, does she? She's okay with just packing up and moving, going to New York. Yeah, I really? mean, she gets to ride her horses. We're making more money. She was with me in the beginning, so she was driving at a broken down like. Basically, Astro Van. Well, that was the Astro Van was two. So she was there from day one. Now we're, she's happy. She's, you know, we have more money than we ever thought we would. I think she's happy about that. I don't think you're going to like living in New York. A lot of people, I, I don't think I'm going to like living in New <laughs> that's York. That's a big deal. Got to do it for the company. I that's guess. the other thing about Simmons. Simmons likes L.A. Oh, no, quite, no, he has wrapped himself into L.A. And I will say this, in your defense, if, you're, if I'm trying to make the Simmons comparison, living in L.A., and I lived in California, I lived in San Diego, is a fucking lot different than living in New York. I mean, I, when you live in L.A., you're in a different world. It's right. a different universe. It's warm. You're three hours removed from it. You know, it's a six-hour flight. It's a totally laid-back. You become laid-back out there. My New hate, York is still anger and edge. Uh, and, and, and it's just going to grow. Like, I think I'll just become more more hateful which isn't bad for what we do in New York. Like one, I, I hate it. Like I hate Penn Station. I oh, hate all the, the people. It's disgusting. So dirty. So I, I actually, in a weird way, it's gonna, it's gonna raise my hate profile. I'm kind of looking forward. It's always fun, and I don't care what anybody says. It's more fun to go to road games. Like so, if you're right, right. An, if if you're a Patriot fan on the road, that's always fun. So I'm, I am looking forward to that aspect. Going to all the teams. Like I, I probably. 
I don't know how many games I've gone to of Red Sox, Celtics, and uh, Patriots. I don't go because we don't have press passes, so I don't have a computer. So it, it's I'm generally blogging these games. So that won't change. I'm not there unless, you know, it's like the Super Bowl and I got the media day pass thing. Pornoy is the first guest. I appreciate it, Dave, uh, as always. Good luck in New York. When do you? When is your first working day in Manhattan going to be? We don't know. Um, so we have a blank slate office. It's going to be built out totally Mayish. Where it, is it? it? Where is the office? Yeah. It's near Penn Station. It's near Penn Station? Yeah. Penn Station. I think, is uh, Penn Station so a shithole? Yes. Really? Flatiron? Oh, yeah. That's the, that area there? Yeah. That's a good spot. I'd never heard of it, till, but that's where it is. And you're going to live in the city. Yep. You're gonna be a city guy. You're gonna be one of these assholes walking around Central Park with your New York Sunday New York Times in your in your cappuccino. Listen, that's not. You're gonna be, be a total. City. You're gonna go to these shows on Broadway. You're gonna be hanging out with Lena Dunham and all, and <laughs> all the beautiful Dun- people. I Chris was, Mortensen, l- all the beautiful l- people. L- Lena Dunham's the, all the beautiful people. Yeah, so, well, you know, I mean, all the people that that, that that people like, all the accepted people in the world of uh, of uh, the internet, of Twitter, the hundred percent approval rating people. No, w- we will always be. I think. Like the pirate ship of the internet, but again, big city. We're listen. We're trying to turn it into a hundred million dollar company. Like that's what we're trying to do. It's it's easier to do it in New York than it is in Boston. It is. It's a fact. I love Boston. I hate New York. You I'll be you'll back. come back here when you're done. Yes, no question. No. Well, you're not gonna be one of these guys who falls in love with New York. I I will not be in New York more than my contract requires me. Whether I go, I I would go somewhere warm to retire. Yeah, I don't under, yeah, no question, right? Right. Can you imagine, like, the, the people love the... the I mean, even the, out here. I was thinking, uh, so I'm a millionaire now, so uh, <laughs> as I was walking into the office, right. I was like, there should be underground tunnels for millionaires. I agree with that. only millionaires can use in cold weather. Right. What, strictly for millionaires? Strictly for what millionaires. What if you make, like, 600 grand a year? Nope. You're out. Nope. 800 grand? Nope. A million you're in? You have a millionaire card. Right. There should be millionaire cards <laughs> in general. <laughs> All right, Portnoy, thanks a lot. Yeah. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.